Yo, 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 what is up, Money Man Prediction family? It's your boy, Eddie Too Rich, and I am here to cover the slate on May 26th. It's a Friday. It's a feel-good Friday, matter of fact. And yeah, let's get to it. So we only have MLB games today. There's WNBA games, too, that I'll touch on. But we have MLB, WNBA, 15 MLB, 2 WNBA. So let's get to it. All right, first things first, we're going to start off with the upset special of the day. And there's a couple games. There's a lot of upsets I like today, actually, because it's typically the first game or second game of the series that they started on Thursday. And I like, let's start off with the Colorado Rockies taking on the New York Mets. And in this spot, I just think that the Mets are just overvalued. I mean... Freaking Scherzer, Max Scherzer hasn't been all that. I mean, he has a 4.01 ERA, 3-2. and two, And the message has just been mediocre, up and down, up and down. And they had some issues with this Rockies team. They lost two out of the last three versus the Rockies in coming into this year. Well, this year. They played in early May, and they lost. And so I think in this spot, I mean, they only won one game versus the Chicago Cubs, they overcame their little losing streak with them, which is fine. But I think that this Colorado Rockies team has been pretty good these last couple games. They won three out of the last five, including three out of the last four. And they took it versus the Marlins at home. So they've been performing very well at home recently. And so I think that the Mets coming on the road is overwhelmed. I mean... They had that 10-1 win. I think that it's a letdown spot, a schedule loss for them because they did overperform because they, you know, when last time the Mets dropped 10 runs in a game, which is pretty crazy. So, I mean, in this spot, I like the Rockies. And, yeah, I'm going to go with the Colorado Rockies. Their money line is plus 184 right now. If you're scared, take the spread. The spread is plus money. So, I think the Rockies are going to get to Scherzer and rock them. Because I just I just don't have no confidence in him. A 39, 40-year-old pitcher. Like, come on, man. Like, his stuff is outdated. He shouldn't be getting $40 million a year. But the Mets overpaid. They needed people to come to the Little Brother franchise in New York. So, that's how it is. So, give me the Colorado Rockies money line in this spot. Plus, 184. This will be the biggest upset special cashed in MLB. So... We're going for it. We're swinging for the fences. It's Friday. Feel good Friday. We're feeling good. So let's keep the good vibes going. All right. Let's go to another upset special that I like. I guess this is part, uh, upset special B, I guess. If you don't like the first one, you could always take the second one. And so the second one goes with the Pirates taking on the Seattle Mariners. And Keller has been an amazing story this year. He's a, he has a 2.44 ERA, 5 and 1, going against Kirby who has a 2.62 ERA, 5 and 3. And so this Pirates team is not that far off from the Seattle Mariners. I mean, this Mariners team is very inconsistent. So, I mean, them being minus 160 versus the Pirates, I don't understand why there's such a big gap because I mean, their lineup has been very mid, like honestly, like it's been very bad, like I just, I mean, Julio Rodriguez, he's on, you know, he's supposed to be J-Rod's show, and he's batting two set, 227, which is average as hell. There's people on this team, there's like almost like five people on this team batting better than him. 
And so I just think that, you know, he has a slow start, but, you know, the real show is Reynolds. I mean, Reynolds is way better than Julio Rodriguez, honestly. I mean, he's more consistent and, you know, I feel like he does more. And so I like McCutcheon, Reynolds, Santana, Hayes, Bay, Hedges, and the, I think the Pirates are going to win. I mean, they perform solid on the road at 13-11, but the Mariners ain't nothing to, you know, just book it. It's at 14-12 and 12 at home, and, you know, they barely were beating on the A's. They should have been beating their ass by, you know, they're covering the spread each game. I mean, if you're that good, you know, you need to win these games versus these uh, lower-level teams. And so the Pirates have lost four out of the last five. They had a couple tough matchups with teams that are, you know, up and coming too, like the Diamondbacks and the Rangers. But I think in this spot, they're going to get right in this series. I feel like they're going to surprise a lot of people. Keller is a good pitcher. I back him. Plus 130 money line. Give me that. Or you can take the plus one and a half. It may be a close game. But I think the Pirates went outright. So give me the Pirates on the road and Mitch Keller because... They are going to beat the Mariners. I just don't have no confidence in the Mariners, especially being favorites this much. So I like the value on the Pirates. It's an auto play for me. All right. And the next game, I guess we have three upset specials, man. Technically, we have the Yankees going against the San Diego Padres. The Padres have been an absolute disappointment. I mean, Manny Machado's out because his hand, you know, he fractured his hand or bone or whatever the hell he had because he got hit by a pitch. But, I mean, like, Tatis hasn't, you know, he's been okay. He hasn't been as electric. So, you could tell that everybody's like, oh, wow, he's having, like, a little down year, quote-unquote. You know, he's batting, like, 258. It's like, he's like he has, you know, he had that PED scare and all that shit. So, I mean, it was true because he was suspended for a long time. But, you know, and Soto has been all right. He hasn't been, like, world-beating. Bogarts is starting to come around. But, you know, he's hit or miss some days. And the bottom of their lineup is just terrible. Odor, Dixon, Gresham, and freaking Nola. Like, oh, my God. And Car- Well, starting at Carpenter, actually, their fifth hitter is just, you know, mid. He was on the Yankees last year. And even if they pinch hit, you pinch hit in Nelson Cruz. He's fucking 40 years old, bro. Like, he came in the game yesterday. I almost like was like, damn, these boys lost for sure. But, you know, luckily they came back and ended up taking two out of three versus the Washington Nationals, which is which is pathetic. I mean, honestly, I mean, they should have swept the Washington Nationals easily because the Washington Nationals are basically just trying to have a developmental year, trying to get these young guys to see who the heck's going to stick, who the hell is going to fold and get rid of and move move accordingly. And so I just think in this spot that the Yankees are in better shape. They lost two straight, two tough games versus the Baltimore Orioles. I think that in this spot, they're gonna, they've are gonna they been looking forward to this matchup, especially, you know, salivating because this team, it's a marquee matchup. They they wake up for marquee matchups. So, like, you've seen how they played, switch, turn on the switch versus the Rays to, you know, basically took two out of three there in that series. And so I think in this spot, they're going to do the same. They're going to take this game versus the, versus the Padres. They're plus money, plus 105. They have a pitcher named Vasquez. He's making his debut. And so, yes, take the Yankees plus 105. I think Aaron Judge is going to show up. You know, they're going. he's going against superstars. Rizzo is going to show that he is that guy. Rizzo is on fire. He's in 301, which is amazing. 
And DJ LeMay, who's always solid. Bader is doing his thing. Um, you know, Volpe has been hit or miss, but he's been having some a lot of clutch hits. And Glaber Torres, I mean, coming always coming off the Baltimore Orioles series, I always want to black that Gabe Glaber to get a hit because he is just, you know, he just see when he sees the Orioles, he just goes off. And so he, you know, he had a home run in this past series. So I think it's a good spot to back the Yankees in the offense because I trust their offense more than I trust the Padres. And the Padres pitching has been very subpar. Like I've mentioned in a lot of episodes, like Musgrove has started off terrible and he has a 6.75 ERA. So I expect the Yankees to get to him early and rock his ass. So give me the Yankees money line in this spot. And one last game since we only have, you know, ML, mostly MLB and then we have the WNBA. But we're going to go to we're going to go to Baltimore and we're going to take one of my favorite teams in the league, the Walker Texas Rangers. They're 31 and 18 taking on the 33 and 17 Baltimore Orioles. Usually those records are flipped. Usually it's like 18 and 31 taking on 17 and 33. But these two teams have woken up and been an amazing story on top of the Pirates, Diamondbacks, you name it. And so I think in this spot that John Gray has been actually pitching very well. I don't know if he took pitching tips from Evolde or DeGrom probably coached him up. But this year he looks like a whole different pitcher. Last year he looked very overwhelmed and didn't look like he fit in. But now, you know, he's playing his true role like as a three well, he's actually like a four pitcher on the team, four or five pitcher, which is, you know, solid. He's that's the Rangers really got a good rotation when they're healthy. And so I think in this spot that John Gray is going to have a good game versus the Baltimore Orioles. The Orioles love to be aggressive and try to swing at first pitches. So I think if he gets his fastball going early, it's going to be a long night for the Baltimore Orioles. The Rangers are at plus money at 115. I just think it's a good spot to back them. A lot of the money is on the Baltimore Orioles, which is good. I mean, that's when we want to fade the public. Rangers are four out of the last five. They've won. They won seven and three in their last ten. So has the Baltimore Orioles. The Rangers are fifteen and ten on the road, and they cash pretty well as underdogs, which is good. That's what we need to see. And their offensive ratings. I mean, they're second in batting average, first in RBIs. First in total runs, fourth in doubles, fourth in hits, ninth in home runs. And they have Garcia. Dolas Garcia is tied for the league lead on the AL for home runs, which is good. And then Young is coming along very well. He has 11 home runs. So he, him and Garcia has been like a one-two combo that's going to lead the Texas Rangers for years to come. And they already have Simeon and Seager. They need to, uh, still need to upgrade the first base position, but Lowe is almost hitting 300, which is insane. So he's been very solid for this team. And um, I just think in this spot, it's a good spot to back the Rangers. I think Baltimore, you know, kind of, you know, they were getting up for the the Yankee series. And, you know, they ended up, you know, basically taking the series because they won two out of three, which is good for them. But, you know, they exerted all their energy for the Yankees because they want to make a statement in the AL East that I feel like the Rangers are going to catch them slipping and end up winning this game outright. So I think in this spot, back the Texas, Walker, Texas Rangers, and take my boy John Gray to, to throw, a, throw a nice game for them. All righty, we're going to move on to the WNBA. All right, let me get out that voice. 
right, um, so we got the Washington Mystics taking on the Chicago Sky. And the Chicago Sky won their first two games versus Phoenix and the Lynx, which both those teams are kind of meh. And then Washington played Connecticut Sun twice, and then they upset the Liberty. And so I think in this spot, there's a good spot to back the Washington Mystics, especially because um, Deladon, you know, came out and was, you know, basically criticizing, like saying she's not getting the foul. So I feel like they're really going to hone in on that and make sure that she gets what she deserves. And so I think in this spot, it's just a good pick them just to get just to get the Washington Mystics. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's WNBA, so, you know, they're still trying to expand the game, which is good, and that's why I'm talking about it on my podcast, because a lot of people don't talk about or cover WNBA. They'll just be like, oh, okay, just a baseball slate. Have a nice day, guys. But we're different here at Money Man Predictions. We do all sports. We don't give a damn what sports. It could be table tennis. We're fucking betting on that shit, because you know why? Money is money. Money is made 24 hours a day. We don't sleep and just wait for the regular times to make money. We make it all day. So if there's a WNBA game, any type of competition, it could be a kickball tournament, hell. As long as there's lines, we're on it. So that's the type of business we run around here. All right, next game we're going to touch on is the Dallas Star- Dallas Wings taking on the Seattle Storm. And I think in this spot that the Dallas Wings definitely have the better team. Uh, losing Brianna Stewart for the Seattle Storm is was huge and even though Lloyd is doing her thing, I mean, she's averaging 22 points, but the Dallas Wings have a lot of people on their team. They're really deep, and they got a lot of up-and-coming stars on their team that's been developing since they've been getting a lot of top draft picks. And, you know, the crazy part about this WNBA, too, is that, you know, a lot of these stars that were, you know, in college and stuff, they're getting cut really soon. Like, they're not even getting a chance to develop, which... I call for them to develop a, a, a minor league or have an expansion team. I mean, there's so many stars on in the league that don't have jobs. And, you know, they're just free agents just playing whatever, you know, rec league ball now because there's no developmental league. So I think there's an opportunity for them to expand. But it just takes the people that want to, you know, just start it up and make it happen because that's all it takes. You just need a, a group of investors and that it can make it happen. There's a market for that. And so, especially since there's a lot of people that are connected to these stars, like, you know, for example, like, what if Angel Reese is a senior and she makes it to the league? I mean, she's probably going to stick in the WNBA for a while. But I'm saying, what if she gets cut? People want to see her still. So, you know, we're robbing people of the opportunities that these fresh new stars, like the girl from Iowa, she got cut too. And she she just graduated, you know, like she could have used the COVID year to stay and make more money. But you know, now she don't got a, a college. Now she don't got a professional job. So now she got to go overseas, which is sad. But you know, she's from overseas. But anyway, it don't matter. But enough of my rant. But we're gonna go with the Dallas Wings in this spot over the Seattle Storm. And yes, this wraps up another episode of the Money Man Prediction Podcast, where money is made every podcast. Please continue to follow us on IG at Money Man Predictions. And on Twitter at MoneyManPSINC. Until then, boys and girls, see you next time. Peace.